shoot. Pull back, step back, three. Bottom! The handoff. Jones for the tie. Oh, he's fouled! And one! He's still loose. Doherty the heave. Oh, oh my God! Southern Utah. Oh, Southern Utah is going to do something he's never done. Happy Whack Wednesday, everybody. It is the first week of August, August 2nd. And this week, we're on our second week of team previews. Uh, the SFA women's basketball team, who finished second in the women's regular season standings. And Southern Utah men's basketball, who finished third, technically, in the regular season standings. Sam Houston is no longer in the Western Athletic Conference. They finished second. So with me is a new head coach, Rob Jeter. Taking over for Todd Simon, uh, I guess, welcome to the Western Athletic Conference. I know that you guys have played some Western Athletic Conference when you were teams when you were at um, Western Illinois, but welcome to the WAC. Oh, thank you, man. Appreciate it. What's, uh, let's talk about this whole decision to come to Cedar City, to Southern Utah. It's kind of a, I don't want to say a culture shock, a landscape shock, all of it, you know, in the above with the, with the Rocky Mountains and stuff like that. But what did you know about Southern Utah University and what the program has done over the past, oh, I want to say, four or five years under Todd Simon? Well, what I would tell you, first of all, shock. I'm not sure if it's a shock. Um, you know, it's all about good people, right? And the places that I've chosen to work, has always been around people. So when I first got into coaching, it was about Bo Ryan, my my mentor. I chose to work at Platteville, um, was lucky enough to have a, an opportunity to work there, but it was about Bo. Uh, no different when I left Marquette and went to Wisconsin-Milwaukee. It was about the people, it was about Bo. So same thing here. Um, once I had a chance to meet Doug and and the people here, it was just, uh, it just felt, I just felt comfortable about it. Um, now, the adjustment to the mountains and that. Now that takes some time. <laughs> if I brought you here today, you would have to adjust because of the altitude. Right. But I, I just think it's uh, when you look at the league, when you look at uh, the success that they've had here, it's, it was just, um, it was very appealing. Something that I felt like, you know, you, you just can't pass up opportunities. And I, once I had this one, let's, let's go, let's go for it. So you came out, what was it? April? It was in April, right? That you first yeah. came out to, to Cedar City. Yeah. So there were, I, I, I live in Northern, I live up by Orem, Utah, actually. I'm a Utah Valley alum. So okay. uh, I live in the Rocky Mountains, but you came out, I, I believe there was still snow on the mountains when you flew out, wasn't there? <laughs> oh, yeah, there was snow. There was definitely snow on the mountains. <laughs> what was that like flying over that and seeing that? Like, have you, I don't know. I know that in the Midwest, there's not a lot of mountains that have that opportunity, but I know that you've been in Wisconsin and so forth. And so yeah. what was that like for you? Well, it, you know, it, you know I, when I was at UNLV, we played Southern Utah. So, okay. so I've been in this environment. So I've been to the arena, America's First. And um, so I understand the environment. Now, being up in the mountains, you know, just visiting here and there, going, you know, to Colorado State, to going up to Mon uh, Montana and playing, um, those types of venues, especially coming here, it's, you know, you come in, you you admire it, it, it sounds good. But when you're flying in for the first time, knowing, okay, this is where I'm going to live, you kind of take it all in at that point. And very beautiful, uh, breathtaking, a um, little scary. I mean, <laughs> you see all the mountains, you're trying to find this little small runway here in Cedar City. But um, 
No, it, it, it's uh, it's been fun. Uh, I've been enjoying the outdoors. I'm getting into mountain biking now. So I think it's a good thing. It's going to help me stay in shape. <laughs> I, I like it. I like it. Getting into mountain biking, that's a big thing in the state of yeah. Utah. So, yeah, that's for sure. I want to ask you about your initial thoughts on Southern Utah. I know you talked about yeah. Doug and the people and stuff like that. Yeah. It's a city campus. I don't want to say city campus, but it, the, the community kind of rallies around it. Yeah. It's kind of in its own area you've been at schools kind of like that with western illinois wisconsin milwaukee and other schools yeah how do you like that do you enjoy that that maybe there's not the big hoopla from big city stuff or that you know do you love the fact that it's so connected and so close and so tight-knit i guess you could say yeah it, it reminds me of platteville definitely where i went to school it was a town of about ten thousand, um and that's including the students at that time it was only five thousand, right but just the sense of family, and you know, it's one of the pillars of our program. Family is one of the first things, and that connectedness and togetherness. And you definitely have that feel here. Um, I, I, I like it. I enjoy it. I think it's good, you know, not just for me and our team, but also for my family to have a sense of connectedness to the people. And it really, in, in a lot of ways, it, it um, I, you know, I, I don't know if it makes you work any harder. I, I want to say that. Because when you walk down the streets, you know, people are going to, hey, how about the game last night? Uh, you know, we saw this, you know, you know, keep your head up or, you know, nice job. So it's those things when you're just out and about that really, you know, kind of hit closer to home because people are more connected to you. Right now, I say that. But then in Milwaukee, in a larger city, in the smaller pockets, you had the same thing. But um, I will tell you that the community here is very connected to this university and to our men's basketball program, and rightfully so, because Todd Simon did a heck of a job. Um, I have some big, uh, big shoes to fill. I want to. I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit here, Rob. Do you have a? Do you and your family have a favorite spot in town to to eat at right now? Or are you still trying to <laughs> get to places to figure out which one is the is the go to maybe after a game or something like that? Well, there's there's quite a few good places, right? But what I will tell you that probably the unique place here, being in this area in this region, you know, you have a lot of the Polynesian food, right? You have that flavor. So, I think uh, Mobetas and some of those places like that are just different for us, right? But the local places here in town, uh, you know, you have to you have to give a shout out to all those. If I name one, I'm going to get myself in trouble. <laughs> so I'm smart enough not to do that. But I will tell you that. We've had some there's some good choices here, um, but I think that 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 Polynesian flavor that um, is a little unique to this area is something that's um, that we're enjoying as well. Yeah. Okay, I got I got another kind of off the wall question for you, real quick. <laughs> After practice, maybe early morning on your way to to practice or to a game or whatnot, you know, you stop at the gas station. What yeah. is your kryptonite snack that maybe you? Uh, yeah, your kryptonite when you go into a convenience store. I think I think this is a great question. Of you know, for a lot of people. For a lot of people, and why you say that? Why would you say that? Well, you know, because everybody's trying to eat healthy and trying to yeah. you know avoid yeah, all yeah. the snacks and but right, right. you know they always we always we all have our go to snacks right like we do. There's just something about stopping it and with the fact that uh, with the fact that you have to maybe go to Las Vegas to fly out to go recruiting or to go to St. George, you know, you, you're always going to have to have a snack at some point. So it's always interesting to find out what people's favorite yeah. go-to snack is when they go to the convenience store. So I figured I'd ask the new guy in the whack. 
Well, I've got a couple. Um, one, Twizzlers. You give me a pack of Twizzlers, and <laughs> yeah, I try to stay away from the, the Big King pack, the, the Jumbo pack, because I can go through those fairly quick. Um, but I think, and I hate to say it, but my kids, anything flaming Hot, <laughs> from like flaming Hot, Funyuns to Cheetos, it doesn't matter. I, I, I have a hard time staying away from those things. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. Rob, what's, uh, what is you, you know, you, you're, you've been around college basketball forever for a long yeah. time. You know, when you look at the Western athletic conference, I know some coaches have said, you know, like when the new school when the Texas schools came in, they were thinking and asking their ID, like, what did you get me into kind of thing? Um, I know Matt Fieger had a very interesting reaction. The UTRGV coach had a very interesting reaction to the WAC schedule coming out last year. What do you see in this landscape? What excites you about it? And maybe what causes some concern about it in regards to the competitiveness of this league? Because you saw how good it was last yeah. year and what it's been. Um, and some most of those teams aren't going away. I mean, New Mexico State, Sam Houston obviously left, but uh, I mean, it, it's a it's a really good mid-major basketball league. Outstanding. Um, I think the one thing that jumps out at me is when you start looking at the overall wins that the top half of the league had, right? And you had teams in there, I think, with 28 wins. And we were one, I think, around 25, 24 wins. And yet, finishing third or, or fourth in the league, that's uh, that's impressive. Um to be able to have that many wins, but yet not be number one in your league, uh, this really speaks to the strength of the conference and the coaching um, that that's um, that's here. Um, you know, it, it, I mean, in Big Ten, when I was in the Big Ten as an assistant of multiple stops, you see that all the time. You'll see those top teams always had 20, 20 plus wins, um, and you know how tough that league was. And that would seem to get you an automatic bid into the tournament. Well, it's different for us in the WAC. We that just won't. That won't happen that way. However, there's outstanding coaches that have been at high levels here. Um, great venues. Um, you know, the, you, you stretch and go all the way down to Texas and come along through Cali and all the way back up. It's the travel is um, is uh, is important. The way your schedule will lay out. You know, just trying to get from place to place. Uh, so these are the challenges, right? I'm not sure if you really look at anything and you say, okay, I'm really a um, you have to embrace it, I guess, is the best way to put it. You can't change it. You just have to deal with it and work with it. So, But it, it's an outstanding league. Great coaches. You have to bring it every night. Um, so we just have to figure out a way to, to get it done. And that's going to be um, a, a tough task in this league because it's, it's an outstanding uh, it's an outstanding league. Do you – I don't know if people have talked to you. you I'm, I'm assuming they may have – brought it up in passing thus far and as you get closer to the season or even closer to these games they'll bring it up but the the rivalries that are being developed with utah valley and utah tech now with being in state being close as you are does that excite you for those challenges i mean i know you're a college coach so you're gonna give you may give that that college coach answer of i'm just excited to play competitive bat you know competitive teams opponent whatever like those two games kind of, I guess you're going to play them each twice. So four games right there. Yeah. How excited are you that, I mean, that's those, those rivalries are 
developing and you, you i don't know if people showed you the pictures from the crowds that they had at the america first event center when yeah. utah valley came down and when utah tech was there but it was a sellout for both games like yeah. but yeah how big are these games for first i mean people probably told you that these are huge games for southern utah right <laughs> first of all any coach that uses that cliche ah it's just another <laughs> game right you, you know what we really mean so right um, so yeah it's just another game right i guess we'll start with that um no, it, it's it's fun. It is exciting. It, it's competitive, right? It's why we're in the sports, why you play the sports, why you coach it. It's it's about accepting these challenges and having fun with it. I know it's great for the fans. It's always it's always a positive when you walk out into any arena and you feel that electricity and that excitement. Um, I think that's what drives us. That's what motivates us. So yeah, it's exciting. It really is. And there is there a little bit more on those games? Well, to our fans, yes. To us, yes, every game. Because when we say that, what we really mean is that we've, we, we're trying to win as many games as you can, right? You're trying to have as much success as possible. So is having the Utah Valley and then the Utah Tech game, that's, a, that's another opportunity to do that, right? But the bragging rights are... Um, what makes it fun so you gotta you gotta you gotta look at it a little differently and have some fun with that absolutely yeah. did you uh out of out of curiosity did you get a chance to watch the the whack semi-final game between southern utah and utah valley last year in las vegas <laughs> I, I did not i did not but i will i'm sure i'm gonna watch that on film here shortly <laughs> oh yeah that was a, a was bad. Yeah, quite the ball game quite the ball yeah. game. yeah um yeah. I want to want to ask you if there's anything you can mention about non-conference schedule. I know you know we have the WAC CUSA Alliance, mm -hmm. um, but if there's any other games that maybe you can mention on this podcast that Southern Utah fans might be interested in. Um, if you can't, I understand because contracts and you know releases and stuff like that. But uh, I ask all the coaches that because that's something that every fan wants to know. So I figured I'd ask you right now on this podcast episode. Well, we're going to try to keep it local, if we, you know, and, and play some games. So we have Utah on our schedule. Um, and then we have, uh, boy, I, I, I feel bad that I can't remember now, but the, it was there in the Mountain West. Uh, they're another big uh, uh, Utah school. Utah State. Utah, Utah State. State. I, I, I kept wanting to say Utah Valley, but Utah State. <laughs> and the fans are going to be mad at me now. He can't even remember our name. But, no, I have a lot of respect for Utah State playing and UNLV going up there into the arena with the multicolored seats and that. It's, it's a pretty cool event. But we try to do more more, more of a local flavor to our, our schedule, knowing that it would be really challenging, very difficult games to win. But, you know, it gives us a chance to kind of make our way through the state and, and see some venues and do some things like that. So I think those two games on our schedule – the fans, especially in Utah, would be um, excited to, to hear about. Yeah. Absolutely. I think that's great that, yeah. you know, yeah. you, you have that mentality of getting local. I know that that's the way, you know, it should be, you know, yeah. playing those in-state games, I think. Yeah. And, um, you know, unfortunately, analytics and the yeah. net rankings have kind of played a, played a role in that situation. <laughs> uh, but I, I, I also want to – I want to ask you about the roster, kind of like your thoughts on it. You're putting together basically a whole new list. I know it's about relationships, and you know most yeah. of these guys you brought in. But what excites you about this? What's, you know, what can fans kind of expect from the maybe the playing style of Southern Utah, you know, under Rob Jeter? 
Well, we're going to have fun. I think that's the one thing. And to do that, you know, we got to get up and down and try to have create more possessions if we can. Um, I think for us, I think the first thing that I would like people to see when they when they see our teams to see a sense of family, a sense of togetherness. Right. Um, and then I think hopefully they'll see a, a team that's disciplined, that's going to play a way that is very, um, very clear to identify, you know, who we are as a team. Right. You know, so we want to be connected. We got to have that family first feel. Play and discipline means shot selection. It means, you know, how we how we handle a little, little bit of adversity that may happen in the game, how we handle some success. But we, we have to have uh, those types of things. And um, we're, we're going to we're going to shoot the ball from behind the arc. We, we're trying to create, you know, we're trying to get more points on our possessions. But that's three from behind the arc and three the hard way too. So we have to get that ball inside and get to the free throw line. I think that is something that uh, we really stress heavily. We've got to get to the line. So uh, hopefully the fans will enjoy it. Um, again, as I mentioned earlier, we have some big shoes to fill offensively. Our, our team has been one of the tops in, in the league and across the country. I mean, Todd, has done, he did a phenomenal job on the offensive side and defensively they were solid as well. But I think when we think of Southern Utah, or at least when I was looking at the team, the first thing that jumped out of my mind was offense. Okay. So I don't want to uh, – I want to continue with that. And if you looked at my teams in the past, you know, we scored the ball. So we got to get up and down and have some fun. But uh, I think discipline is the next thing that comes to mind after that. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I like to hear that, getting up and down, but also having some discipline and playing within yeah. yourself, yeah. basically. And yeah. Using your strengths, right? Like, like that's what it's all about. And yeah. um, I want to, I want to finish up by asking you a question. I, 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 it's kind of a new thing for coach for new coaches coming in, but you've probably heard about it. Uh, the WAC resume seating system. <laughs> Interesting, you know, thoughts. I, I, I know that you know. There's... Can you explain it to me? I can't figure it out. I, I... <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, it's it's one of those things. I guess you know, we'll just say you get points for winning ball games against division one opponents and you lose yeah. points and, you know, depending on where you lose or who you lose to or who you beat, um, you get more or less, you know, let's put it this way. My, my thought on it from last year is don't lose home games against teams. You're not supposed to lose at home to. Right. And, mm-hmm. and I think that's every coach's thought is we shouldn't lose at home period. Um, and then pick up a big win here or there in the non-conference slate and, it's it's very interesting and so i you know when you when you heard about it now that you're in it you know thoughts you know about the challenges of putting together a schedule to to stay atop it or stay in that mix atop it you know even though the analytics are kind of strange with it yeah yeah they are i think the first thing that comes to mind we're trying to i think is they're trying to make sure that at least the coaches will have some, um, not accountability, but at least put some second thought into who they're scheduling, right? And do I really believe in all the net rankings and all that? I, hey, I, I like that. I'm I'm with you right there with that thought. What you just, what you were. You I know. mean, I, yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna. <laughs> I mean, it's all about winning the conference tournament, right? Yeah preparing yourself for that that those are my thoughts so to do that there's several ways to do it you can schedule very difficult early 
and then allow everything to kind of work its way out at the end. Or you can try to figure out ways to have success early so that when you go into your league, you have some momentum. Um, and by challenging yourself early, that's definitely the way to do it. And I think that's where some of the games like we're playing at Utah and Utah State, those games are obviously going to be net ranking type games because of the leagues that, that they're in. Um, but for me, I'm more of take care of yourself, try to try to build build some success, um, have games that fans want to see, however, but build that success. And it's going to come down to the conference tournament. Um, right. You know, that's just how I feel. Having been in the Big Ten, having been in Conference U, uh, not Conference USA, I was back up with Marquette, but with um, on the Mountain West, you know, it, it's to me, it all it, it's, it's all about wins in, in the conference tournament. So I have to embrace it because that's what we have here. So first thoughts when, when I when I first kind of take a look at this. Oh, no, it makes sense. I like it. I like that that mm -hmm. thought about, you know, it's all about taking care of yourself and, and doing mm -hmm. what you can. And, and yeah. you know, that's how you're going to handle it and going to the conference tournament, obviously. Uh I want to I want to ask you one last question here. I, I had it on the tip of my tongue and now I can't. But um, what excites you most about this first season in Cedar City? The opportunity. Um, it, it's there's some big shoes to fill, right? So now you have to come in. You have to live up to that. Um, it's a fresh start. In so many ways. I, I've been coaching now for close to thirty years in college and. Every place I go to is always that excitement. Okay, there is something new. Um, I've enjoyed every stop, but and now now it's Southern Utah. So I, I think the excitement of being here in a in a, in a different environment, um, in a league that's very challenging. I, I, those are the first things that come to mind for me. It's just kind of seeing how we can come out here into this area and and, and do what we what do what we do and see if see if it works. See if we can have some success with it. I know, I know we can, but it's exciting to kind of go through that process. One last question. Sorry. Do you like the fact that you get to start WAC play in late November, early December with a couple of games, or would you rather have your non-conference schedule and then go into WAC play, you know, at the end of December so that it's all kind of flowing? Or do you like the fact you get a couple of games early? A couple of games early are fine. Um, uh, it is, um, especially when you win those two, because those two teams you see early are going to be way different late. Right. Oh, right. And so it does allow you to kind of, you know, kind of get it like a sneak peek or kind of get a taste of it early and then regroup. So I, I like that. And the leagues I've been in before we've, we've done that. So, um, I've, had, I've not had a problem with that, but yeah, it's, um, you're hoping for home games on those first two. That's what you're hoping for. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and speaking of home games, do you like the challenge that it's going to be to get a lot of home games, you know, non-conference-wise at Southern Utah? I mean, that's kind of the way of mid-majors anyways, but I figure yeah. I'd ask, you know, coming to Cedar City, there's not a lot of it, – it's a challenge from what I've heard. <laughs> well, that's what you want. You want it to be a challenge to get to your place. It, it, it's a beautiful city. Um, the challenge is what smaller airport, I guess, uh, you know, St. George right down the road, you know, Vegas, not too far away. Um, Salt Lake's a little further, but that's what you want. You want it to be a challenge to get to your place um, and being almost 6,000 feet in the air. I, that's uh, that's even better. So 
no, we we're, we're looking forward to that, and it's uh, I, I really I'm really enjoying Cedar City. It's a beautiful place, beautiful people. So, but I, I know it can get a little nasty in, in the arena, and that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah, yeah, nasty in the arena and nasty in the winter. Let's let's put it that way. <laughs> well, I'm uh, a Chicago guy, so I'm used to winters. Okay, you're a Chicago guy. I get it. I love it. Uh, my dad actually taught at De La Salle Institute in Chicago. 20 some uh, 30 years ago so there i've been in, been in those chicago winners too so i feel you uh rob is there a, have you been in any national parks since you've been in town and just been too busy putting together the roster and the schedule and getting adjusted so far yeah i haven't made up design or, or some of the brian hit or some of the uh, national parks yet but i did take our team on a hike we did a uh, out well it was supposed to be an hour hike it turned into a little longer than that but no, I really am enjoying the out, uh, the outdoors, and uh, like I said, I'm starting to do a little mount, mountain biking. So, for sure, I will hit those national parks. A little busy right now, so I'm trying to be strategic on when I go. So, uh, right now is probably not the best time to go. Hey, absolutely, 100% agree. Everybody, Southern Utah head coach Rob Jeter, thank you for your time today, and uh, enjoy the rest of the. I, I don't want to even say off season because you guys are practicing, getting ready for the season, right? Yeah, we have a little break right now. Our guys are done for the summer, but they'll be back here in a few weeks. So, Well, Rob, I appreciate the time again. Thank you. Yeah. And everybody, Southern Utah men's basketball head coach Rob Jeter, welcome to the WAC, and uh, it's going to be a fun ride for you, I'm sure. I'm sure it will. Thank you. Everybody, enjoy the rest of your WAC Wednesday. Thanks for listening to the Straight Out of WAC podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and other podcasting platforms. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Remember to follow us on Twitter at Wack Hoops Digest and Facebook under Wack Hoops Digest for all your Wack Hoops news and information.